Hello, and welcome to Birch and Sparrow, the podcast. I'm Birch, and I'll be your host today. This is the final installment of our prologue series, in which we've been laying out our intentions for this podcast. As we've already cast the vision, made our map, charted our course, and gathered supplies, all that is left for us is to find our courage and begin our journey. Of course, how you, in particular, discover your courage will be as unique as you are. None can predict the meandering course of a single human's development save God. But there are some nearly universal themes one can observe and perhaps draw from as sources of inspiration on this journey. These themes call out to us from the pages of history and myth alike. They are, namely, love and choice, or, more concretely, free will and how one uses it. These great motifs move and shape man and his kind. We are no exceptions, and it is with this acknowledgement that we begin today's quest to find our courage and to fan its holy flame. Where does the courage come from when an individual sacrifices their own life to serve a multitude who benefit from their actions? As we discussed in our previous episode, Gathering Supplies, courage is doing what is right even when you know it will cost you. This attribute has been lauded throughout the ages. Those that engage this noblest of spirits even have a title bestowed upon them. We call them heroes. Their names are well known to us, and so I need not mention them here. But I would request that you take a brief moment to think of the first three of them that come to your mind and what it is they all have in common. I will wait while you identify their unifying trait. Have you found it? If you and I are anything alike, your mind has likely chosen a word such as love, self-sacrifice, or service. And you're right. As with all of our noblest traits, courage is motivated by love. It is the fuel that feeds the fire. And what is the oxygen that keeps the fire alive? Our choices. As 1 Corinthians 13, 4-5 states, Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. The word charity in this verse is used the way we would use the word love. But did you catch the seventh behavior listed? Seeketh not her own. Love, by its very nature, seeks the good of others. It is when we allow this spirit to motivate us that we embody the highest form of courage. It is what makes it possible for us to bring the potential metaphysical reality of our concern for others into the present moment in the form of acts of service. These actions are what we write down as the noble deeds of heroes. They become the skeletal structure of the stories we tell to our children. They are the examples we draw from when we aren't sure what to do or how we could possibly carry on making the right choices ourselves. In short, the courageous actions of others, fantastical or real, can lend us courage as well. The host of Heroes Past offers to us examples of what it would look like if we simply did what is right with no thought for ourselves, and then encourages us to do so. At the head of this mighty column walks the greatest hero of all, the one who was and is and is to come the one who spoke time into existence, then took up his existence within time. 
the one who spoke substance into the void, the one who gave meaning to the abyss and purpose to suffering, the one who created perfection only to resurrect it from the ashes of destruction, the one who gifted choice to humanity and then saved humanity from its choices, the one who gives the term paradox its meaning and yet is singular in purpose, the one who is eternal and yet whose life was temporary. He is power and humility. He is love and judgment. He is possibility and truth. He killed death, shackled its lover, and set its captives free. He is the one to whom we look when our mortal souls need sustenance from the endless well. His name is Jesus Christ, and he is the fountain of all courage. We would do well to look to his life and death for our inspiration. This is where I must leave you, friends, at the feet of the one who gives courage to those who need it. Our courage is only to be found in its right form once love lives within us. Only then can it be manifested. Your courage now lies somewhere before you. Its flame has already appeared within you, lit by the divine spark that is your birthright. Its fuel is love, not of self, but of others. And its oxygen is the choice you make of what to do with it. Will you fan this holy flame, or let it die to embers? Well, you made it through the entirety of the prologue. Congratulations! If you've enjoyed this opening series, please consider subscribing and telling just one friend who you think may enjoy it. Future episodes are coming soon. We hope they inspire, challenge, and encourage you. You can keep up with everything we're doing by subscribing to our newsletter at birchandsparrow.com. We're kind of old school and don't use social media. And very soon you'll be able to support us through buying our merch or becoming a patron. Thanks for being here today. It means the world to us.